This is the What's Next Podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creatives to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Fam, finally, we finna sit down and converse. Episode 83, Houston, Texas, with my dog. Gotta let that drop. Walk with us. Feel like 95. on my body. Biggie chicken Yeah. 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 Uh, Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Opening song by the nice guys. Um, it's been a long day. Houston, Texas. Um, before we get to welcome back to episode number 83 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary Inc. This is a, a creative story. Yeah. And um, I'm here with my man, um, my man Echo. Before we get started with the episode, man, let's uh, let's introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. Of Go course. Ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, you can follow me literally everywhere, basically all social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, uh, at Echo Remix, E-C-H-O-L-R-E-M-I-X. You can also uh, visit www.echoremix.com. To stay updated with your boy, yeah. Yeah, man. All and my days. name, my name is John Ross Dyke the First, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke is still underscore visionary. If you would um follow my Facebook page, um, if you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow my fan page, and uh, visit my website at stillvisionary.com. Directly in front of you have all my paraphernalia that I sell, and you can shop still visionary dot com slash merch yeah nice I, I need to get mine like like that because that was a whole little listen situation that's good listen that's I, listen good. i i i think i'm sitting next to a star in the making i like that. so I've, I've 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 been stuttering and i'm usually so fluid with it but listen <laughs> my man echo wrote this record <laughs> And I remember the first time I asked this man, I said, hey, can I play that on a podcast? He was like, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah. It's what I Houston, Texas, I just thought we needed to start this way. Eternity man. is what I want from you. Cool, right? Yeah, where were you with this? Hold on, we gonna get to it. Hold okay. on, hold on. <laughs> Love will always, always be here forever and ever. My heart will always be with you forever. This is my part. That's smooth. Yeah. I just want you. Cause I love when you do that stack at the end. I'm gonna lower it, and when it gets there, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise it up again. Okay. And how you doing? 
Man, I'm so good. I'm so blessed. Yeah. I'm I'm in an amazing space, man. Yeah. God is good. Yeah. Energy is flowing in life in yeah. my own personal universe. You know, I I'm I'm blessed, man. What right. about yourself, man? Oh man, I'm sitting next to somebody who I feel is as hungry as I am, man. It's motivating. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm good too. I'm 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 getting ready for my 36th birthday. Shout out. Um, appreciate it. Coming on the 18th of September. So, um, you know, walking into a new year. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed myself. That's good, man. Here we go. Right there. Here we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Just a little new one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's my part right here. Yeah. Oh, you killed that, man. Thank you, man. Killed that. I'm humbled, man. Thank you. You killed that, Thank man. Thank you, brother. I'm glad you did Kill that. that, man. Thank um, you for your support, too. You know, let me just throw that out there. Real I appreciate quick. it. I appreciate that. Yeah. For real, man. You know, it's it's genuine supporters. We don't come across every day as yeah. artists. Yeah. You know? And so I appreciate the genuine love and support always. Of Even course. Even though this is like... I think my second time, but first real time yeah. meeting you, yeah. like first real time, yeah. you know, in, in person with you, man, from the yeah. bottom of my heart. Thank yeah. you, brother. Yeah. No I love doubt. what you're doing. No doubt. Uh, and I, I love what you're doing as well. Thank I you. think that for me, um, the way you supported KB yes. is coming to the games, yeah. not one, but a couple of them, yes. a few of them, mm-hmm. and varsity games. I was like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And when KB was like um, – yeah, that's my LB, man. He sings. I was like, oh, okay, send it over. Send <laughs> it over. Up, I need man. I need to hear it, man. So yeah. uh yeah, man, like 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 my man Echo said, this is the first time we've actually been outside of uh, the arms of KB. Yeah. And sitting by ourselves and, and finna converse, man. So um let me start here. If you could define yourself in one word, what would it be? Mm. If I could def- define myself in one word, right. it would be driven. Right. You know, because I, I just think back on all of my life, you know, and I've always had a drive and I've always had a hunger. Yeah. So one word that defines Echo Remix is probably driven. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. When um, KB told me that you were moving out to ATL, I said, man, that's, that takes a lot of, yeah. a lot of guts. Yeah. A lot of guts. Talk to me about that. How was that? The Atlanta experience was was great. Um, it put me back in touch with another level of the hunger that I needed to be put back in touch with. You know, um, it it got me back in touch with that dirty grind. You know that that from the bottom, that real aggressive hunger. Right. You know, because I was out there by myself. Right. You know, I was I was out there. You know, on the low end of the totem pole, just trying to work my way back up. I didn't have resources. I didn't have family there so you know it put me back in touch with that that hunger you know I right. got those hunger pains I always had them but it just put me back in touch to a different level with it right. and you know I think I've just been kind of floating on that and that experience it, it, it wasn't all peaches and cream while I was out there you know I had my hard days my my tough times you know but that just happens in the music industry that's just a part of the story right. the overall story so I'm riding on on that hunger that I got put back in touch with right. since being in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think people should take from our conversation today? I hope, um, well, I, I know, I feel like people are going to be inspired 
you know, I, I hope from what we talk about and, you know, the experiences that I, I talk about here, um, I hope people are inspired and motivated to go after what they want to go after whole, wholeheartedly. Right. And to be able to stand alone and stand on it ten toes. Right. And believe in yourself, even if nobody else believes in you. But hopefully, right. you know, I know we'll get into that, but that's what I want. I want people to be inspired. I want my life to be a testimony. Everything right. I've done thus far and will do, I want to be a testimony. Right. If I can just be transparent, that's why I really rock with you, man. Thank um, you. Without having even conversed with you before, I see how you're getting it on social medias. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, man, this guy reminds me of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I spent a lot of time in our in our chat, me, KB, the head coach at Waltrip and the assistant coach at Waltrip. Man, I'm always saying, man, I tell KB, I'm like, man, Echo is he's getting it out there, man. <laughs> he is getting it. And I'm, I'm sitting and I'm watching you and I'm thinking to myself, man. man, I'm not going hard enough. Yeah, man. Ooh, that's ooh, that's big. Hey, stop. I'm not going hard enough. Uh, and, and, you know, wow. and I'm just like, man. What 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 else could I be doing right now, uh-huh. right? And and so um, I'm just motivated. Thank you, man. By your drive, you. and I mean that wholeheartedly, man. Because you know, um, I came into you. I think I think when um, so KB, I, and I even asked KB this. I said, "Hey, man, who do you think sings better out of you and, and Echo? Who do you think sings better?" And I don't have time to look for it in my phone, but he said some. He he said that. Y'all both, y'all both sing at the same level, something about a piano, this, and a, not having a piano there, but you work harder, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, take me back there, man. Um, 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 I know you're not from Houston. Yeah, yeah. You're from Shreveport. Um, yeah, bo- well, raised in Shreveport. I'm, I was born in Alexandria, Louisiana. Okay. That's central Louisiana. Okay, yeah. okay. And so why do, you, why, do you go to, why do you go to UAPB? Um, Instead of like like Gremlin or somewhere or right. Wiley, yeah, right, somewhere real close, right? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, it's it's crazy. Okay, I, I graduated from a community college right. in, in Shreveport. Right. First off, I never thought I would graduate college. Yeah. I never thought I'd go, but uh, I went to um, a community college in Shreveport. Uh, I majored in uh, sound recording technology because okay. I was like, that's the only thing I'm interested in. And so uh, after I got my associates from there, I just felt like there was more that I needed to do. Right. And I felt like I didn't know what else I would do in that space, being a recent graduate with just an associate. So um, I hopped on his website. Tom Joyner has a, a website that helps you find HBCUs. I was like, I want to continue this degree, the sound recording degree, and I want to go to an HBCU, and I want to go to somewhere out of state, but they're still close to home. Right. Right. So he has... a website i don't know if he still has it it's like hbcu finder literally one of the first schools that popped up was arkansas pine bluff right literally like had never been to the campus being from shreveport people don't talk about that you know i had never really heard of it before so i I found that college i clicked the first one i I looked into it i was like oh they have a, a bachelor's degree in the same field that i just graduated in but it's in music instead so um I signed up, I think I was maybe two or three days close to the deadline for signing up, sent in all my information, got a confirmation letter that was like, you're in. And so maybe three weeks later, I was at UAPB. So it wasn't like a huge plan. It wasn't something that I took ACT scores to get into. I just literally decided to go off the first college I found on that website. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so and so were you, you've always been singing or, or what? Yeah, um, 
man, I've been I've been singing and doing music, you know, since I could talk, really. Right. Four years old. Right. Four years old, I remember singing uh, in the church choir, and I remember it just feeling different to me versus everybody else. I was like, yo, this is great. I feel alive up here. So at four years old, I knew that this is what I wanted to do, and I would always kind of sing my own little melodies and, you know, just want to perform and be on stage and, and be around music all the time. So I've been doing it since four years old, and probably since 10, I've been actively pursuing a, a career in music. Wow. So everything in my life since 10 years old has been about having a career in music, which is why I said I never thought I'd, I'd graduate or go to college or even graduate high school because I always pictured myself kind of like Bow Wow or Romeo. Right. Having made it before you could get to a point like that. So right. whole life, literally. Right. Yeah, whole life. And, you know, I, I, when, I, when I see you on social medias, I get the um, impression that you are at one in mm-hmm. front of a camera singing but you find peace there, but you're not, you're not, you know, some people have to prepare yeah. to, to perform. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it just exudes out of you. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we, I came in here to, uh, to start the podcast and you're singing, you're just going in like that. Uh, talk to me about that. You know, p- performing is where I feel most at home with, you know, music is, music is my thing, but I think performance is really my baby. Like, Performance is really where I get to be most myself. Right. You know, um, so, I I mean, doing it so long, you get so comfortable with it. Like, I I mean, been performing since four years old, so you get comfortable with it. But but it also feels like, you know, I'm making a real connection with people when I'm performing, you know, because I look at performing as like a spiritual experience, whether we're in person or not, especially when we're in person. Right. But if this is all I can give to you, I seek to um, connect with the audience on a spiritual level. Right. So for me, maybe that exuding of energy that you feel is me putting my spirit out there. Right. Because that's what I do every time I perform. I put my spirit out there in hopes that people receive it, latch on to it and co-mingle on a spiritual level with me. So right. that's what performance means to me. Listen, man, your um social media platform, oh, pardon me, excuse me, hold on right quick. Yes, sir. Yo. Yo, you already know what time, look, he hung the phone, that was my <laughs> nephew. <laughs> he, he'll call back. But uh, hey, fam, do you know I didn't even ask you this? Did you want Did you want a drink? No, I'm I'm all good. Okay. I'm doing a, a fast. Okay, I've been doing a ninety day uh, cleanse. Okay, ninety day. I I, I, I ain't fasting. <laughs> I know. I, I, <laughs> you ain't gonna be bothered by me. Drinking. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. My birthday coming up soon too. I plan on getting back to it. But you know, going into music, and I know you haven't segued there yet. But going into music for myself full time. I knew I was getting ready to do something big. I felt it in my spirit. Like right. before I, I before that came, I knew something big was about to happen. So around like June, I was like, yo, I need to lock in and tap into another level spiritually. So I, I started reading more, I started planning more, and I started disciplining myself more. And right. I was like, I need to be able to be told I, I need to have my mind just completely on another level. So I was like, yeah, I need to fast from all of that, just so I can totally be able to be more tapped in than I normally right. would be able to. So that's kind of right. why I'm fasting now. And the mental clarity has been insane. Right. Listen, man, I just, listen, uh, there is no other independent artist, 
mm-hmm. in my own mind mm-hmm. that is on the level that I see you on. There's a actually I'm, I'm gonna say this because my man Mario Wanza he's on that level mm-hmm. where nothing comes before the craft yeah. for him. And when 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 KB told me that you moved to Atlanta, I was just like, man, mm-hmm. going. After I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I would have done that. Me. Yeah. Without having a plan B. Right. Because. Right. Because I you, you know I want this thing so bad, but also I also want to be married. Yeah. And I also want to be you know I want to have somebody I can go to go home to at nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I like sleeping in a car, but but I don't want to do that every day. Man, <laughs> I had to sacrifice all of that. Talk, let, 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 let's all get into that. it, man. Uh, 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 let's unpack it all. So yeah. so, what is the idea behind going to Atlanta full time? So I always look for ways that I can just better myself or increase my chances of being where I want to be. Right. In music, which is having a successful financial career, but just a successful career in general in music you know, accomplishing right. all my goals. So wherever I feel like I can go to get that done or whatever I can, whatever I can do that's in good reason and honesty, of course, to get to where, where I want to go, I'm going to do it. So Atlanta was, was a plan that I came up with in 2018 when I was still in Shreveport. Um, I was like, well, actually, it's wild. This, is, this came shortly after I talked to Jay Prince. Right. I met Jay Prince uh, in Shreveport. Okay. He came when he released his book, right? The right. Art and Science of Respect. Right. And um, I went because I wanted to be tapped in. Like, I, I went and I was like, yo, I want to meet him and I want to ask him some questions. Right. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to find a way to do it. Right. So one of the ways to do it, everybody was buying his book right. and getting autographs and taking pictures with him. Right? right, right. So I was like, that's my way. That's how I'm going to meet him and, and talk to him. Right. So um, I took my last little $30 that I had, bought the book, went up there to get it autographed and act like I was taking a picture. But I told him, I was like, yo, I don't want a picture. I just want some advice from you. I have some questions. That's what you said to him. That's what I said to Jay Prince. Yeah. I was like, I don't want a picture. That's deep. I I, I just want to ask you some questions if that's cool. Right. And he was like, yeah, you can definitely do that. Just stick around. Until the end of all of this, um, I'm going to open the floor up for Q&A. Nobody else knew that he was going to do that. So everybody else left. He even left. But I'm like, yeah, he's a man of his word. I know he's going to come back. So he came back like three hours later. I was in the club the whole time for three hours, just waiting for him to come back. And so when he came back, he opened up the floor, and it was like me and, like, the workers and a few other people that that had put that event on. And – he was like, okay, now I'm going to open up the floor for Q&A. And so I was like, okay, here's my chance. And the dude was passing the mic around or waving the mic. He was like, does anybody want to ask a question? I raised my hand like I'm in school. I raised my hand first. I'm like, I do. And so I asked him, I was like, what advice would you have for an independent artist that's trying to take his career to the next level? And I'm looking for some super esoteric information. Like, you need to do this, 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 and this if you want to do it. He was like, you need to plan. Just that simple. He was like, you need to come up with a plan. I was like, okay, that's not totally what I was expecting. But I took it to heart, and I sat with that for a couple of days. And then out of my sleep, 3.30 in the morning, three days later, that's where the whole plan came. So the plan was to come here to Houston because my people live here, save my money, and then go to Atlanta. So that's how the whole Atlanta plan 
came to be. Right. That's what got me in Atlanta in the first place. And, you know, I was there because, you know, I feel like that's where the industry is right now. Right. You know? Right. I will agree to that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To a, to a degree, social media helps um, more, even if you're not in areas like that. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. So I planned it out way back then. And two years later, I, I put that plan into fruition. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so Atlanta music scene, Houston music scene, what, mm-hmm. what are the differences to you? The, the spotlight is there more. The spotlight is is in Atlanta more, but that's you know that leaves Houston in a great spot too, you know because you can, um, I guess, have more of a monopoly or a chance because it's not as many people here here for that reason specifically to do music, especially not in the R and B space. Right, you know, it's not a lot of people here uh, that do R and B music or that are super just known as much as rappers for doing R and B. Right. So, you know, that's a good place about or the good thing about Houston as well. And the fact that it's a major city. Right. So it's it's a lot of resources to get into out here on that front as well. So being here has been a blessing as well. Right. Yeah. Is uh, Houston home? Yeah. Yeah. For for now, um, when COVID, when everything with COVID happened, you know, obviously I didn't have a foundation in Atlanta because I just moved there in January. So when it happened, you know, I was kind of like at my wits end, like I was on on my bottom dollar, you know, but I still would have found a way to try and make it work. But when they shut everything down and I talked to my family and everybody was like, yo, probably the best thing to do is just come back to Houston. Right. You know, right. That's what made me me come back. I'm so driven about it. I'll just I'll stay till I have absolutely nothing. Right. You know, just to try and make it work. But, you know, I ended up coming back. And so I think I'm going to be here uh, for the foreseeable future. And we'll we'll see where God leads me from here. Right. Yeah. I think that um, to a fault, all artists. Well, let me not speak for all artists. I know that to a fault, it has to hit the wall Mm -hmm. and fail before I can let it go. Yeah. And and, you know, um, and you saying that right now, I, I see that that's a similarity that I share too, mm-hmm. because I don't believe I, I believe as an optimistic person that the second that I don't do it anymore, I would have never made it. That's a fact. But I don't know if I'm gonna make it if I don't keep going, mm-hmm. right? And so, like I said, man, um, and let me be transparent. I heard fil- filtered soul, yeah, and I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, man. Where's where's the where's the one that I could I could I could pass along? Where is it? Yeah. And when I heard it again after I listened to you, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I got a couple on here, but I got to go back and listen to it. But when I heard you, I said, okay, that is that is I like that ballad. Yeah. It's simple. Uh huh. You know, you, you you just on there and listen. I can envision you saying. Listen, I want to make this record so people understand that it's no doubt in their mind that I can sing. Here it is. Yeah. And when I heard it, I was like, okay, nah, I got to play that record. I like that record right there. I like that record. Mm-hmm. And so um, I heard you and I was like, yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm really rocking with it. And then from that point on, you leveled up to me. Yeah. Yeah. You, I'm not shooting smoke up your ass, fam. I know. Yeah. You leveled up to me to the point where I'm just like, man, 
I'm talking to KB, and I hope KB wasn't like, yo, this, this dude, Dyke, is kind of nuts. <laughs> but I'm like, man. I was like, yo, so 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 Echo, uh, he, he be singing like this all the time. Has he always done this? Is he and he was like, yeah, man. He just work hard. And I was like, yo, you do work hard. I'm, I'm listen. I think you work harder than I do. Oh, wow, man. I mean, cause you with it now. That's crazy. <laughs> N- nah, because listen, I'm like for me, I'm, I'm I'm and I'm looking. I'm like, okay, Echo, Echo. Um, he got the T-shirt with his face on it. Okay, it's like okay, I'm, I'm rocking with that. Mm-hmm. You got the YouTube channel going. Mm-hmm. You always on. Listen, man, you work hard, and I am an admirer of that. Man, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know how to express it, man. And, you know, for me, I'm just like, man, there's something to learn from this guy. So that's why I was, I was like, listen, we got a pod. Yeah, for sure. We got to get together. We got to, like minds got to, you know, and, and whatever you got, I'm just ready to just be like, yo, share, 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 share. Because, you know, that's the... I think that that's the least that anybody can do, if you, especially if you see yourself in that person. No, for real. Yeah. Right, and, so. and, you know, I didn't want to sit down with anybody else until I sat down with you first. I appreciate that. Like, I was like, yeah, I, know, I won't sit down with anybody else, period. I appreciate that. In any aspect that's like this until I sit down with John Ross I, first. I appreciate that, man. Um, what song's on your mind? What song is on my mind? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As I far mean, as my own, right? it could be your own. It could be. It could be somebody else's. Ooh. Okay. Um. There's my favorite song of the moment for like the past month that I just found out about was uh the Shaka Khan song, uh What You Gonna Do for Me. Right. Have you heard that before? No. Yeah. It's crazy. I'll listen to it today though. Music is evergreen. Like that song came out so long ago, but it's brand new to me, and I'm passing it along right. to all of my friends. That's a, yeah, yeah, music yeah, yeah, is yeah. evergreen. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what songs are on my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I loved "Summer Breeze." Thank you, brother. I'm gonna play this new one, "Falling in Love." Just, just you know, I'm yeah. just gonna play that, man. Yeah, please. I'm do. gonna play that. Oh, well, well, actually, yeah, "Falling in Love." I'm gonna play that record right now. Okay. There's a vibe about you, man, and we'll talk about it after this. Oh, yeah! Every day, I can stop thinking of you. Echo Remix, ladies and gentlemen, Echo Remix. Drum back there, man. Come on now. I like that. 
done my research, I would have found a pocket that I could drop something to. Yeah. Just on some, some yeah. we on a podcast, you only got one life to live type shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Listen. Come on, man. Listen, man. Come on, um man. I feel like when I do these podcasts, when I do these podcasts, I of course want people to tune into the people that I admire on here. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of finding my audience, I'm still that's a question that, you know, my wife asks me that, mm-hmm. you know, um, my man asks me that, your audience, your audience, your audience, and I just want everybody to just rock with me. But I feel like when I listen to your music, you make music for you. With no kind of like, I'm making this because I know that they'll feel this. Yeah. I'm making this because I know that the women will love this. Mm-hmm. I'm making this because this is what I feel in this moment. Yeah. That's what I get when I listen to your music. Mm-hmm. And am I right in saying that? You're 100% right in saying it. Right. That's, that's crazy. You know, because I never like to, I, I mean, I never really like to approach writing or creating music with a preconceived notion. I never like to have, this is just me, you know. I, I never really like to have topics already in mind. I never like to have, you know, this is, you know, it's going to be about this. So we're going to, like you said, I'm, I'm thinking of demographics in mind. That's, that's not the case. I like to keep the music pure, you know, and I like to keep the music totally connected to God whenever I write, you know, and I like for the music to speak to me and tell me what it wants to be about and, you know, for God to be in that space with me and tell me what he wants to be said in this moment for this song so I can be a testimony. Even though I'm not, you know, a gospel artist, I'm still love-led, spirit-led, and God-led. Right. And I believe that my craft and my life is going to be my testimony and is going to be what blesses people. So in order for me to be authentic in that moment, I have to be totally, like, vulnerable to the elements, to God, to the universe, to speak to me and speak through me, you know, and it gives me, he gives me downloads. That's what I call it, downloads. It literally feels like something's being downloaded and then immediately Thank him for it. Right. Thank you, God. Right. Yeah. So I I don't, I don't approach it like that. Only time I approach thinking about people is when it's done. And then I'm thinking about myself on stage. I'm visualizing myself on stage, like what I would do, you know, what the fans are going to look like, what's going to be on a jumbotron, like my position on stage. Then I'll think about that. Right. But yeah, during the creation, no, I keep it authentic. Right. I I, I just, you know, because here's the thing. You drop you, I get ballad from it. Um, I was on your Instagram page the other day, and uh-huh. you um, put uh, it might have been either either it, um, Summer Breeze or uh-huh. or I think it was another one, and they were swinging out. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh okay, yeah, my melody, my melody." Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, this is totally different from here. Yeah. So one is over here. This is a ballad for you know if if I want to. If I've messed up with my wife uh-huh. and I'm like, listen, I want to put a song that I know that that you will connect to here. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. 
you're swinging out, we can go to my melody. You got Summer Breeze, the summer anthem. Come on, right? right? right. And so I was like, he's just giving me so many things. Like, it's just like, I'm not, I'm not like, prime example, you know, Confessions was all about yeah. the wrongdoing and coming, and coming clean. Right. Um, Raheem Devon's um, A Love Belong to Melody was all about love. He sang about love throughout the whole project and, mm-hmm. just, and just talked about it in different ways. But I get this from you, I get this from you, I get this from you. And then the one thing that I have to admire about you is that you're staying consistent. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. That's the one. Which brought me to this. I hear, and, and I guess, listen, I was talking to my man the other day and I said, listen, I understand now why people are saying my album, I'm making an album because I did a podcast where I recorded a podcast uh-huh. yesterday evening mm-hmm. and the guy's record on that, his record was pretty nice, right? Mm-hmm. But he said, I'm working on my album and I started to think to myself, that takes you away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like almost for me as an actor, it's like me making a full length film. Mm-hmm. It takes me away from the bottom line. And the bottom line is I need exposure. Yeah, for sure. And so if it's taking me away and people are not constantly reminded about my work and seeing my evolution in this, then I'm really hurting myself in the long run. Mm-hmm. I look at you and I'm like, man, I could keep saying my remake, my, my, my single, my single, my single, my single, my single. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I mean, you, 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 you kind of hit the nail on the head a little bit you know, with speaking about the albums, because um, number one, you were right about what you compared to the album to and and just with your audience. But, you know, the level in which I'm at right now, I don't feel like I have the luxury of just dropping a complete body of work. That's what I done. Yeah. And, mm. and people. Hold on. Hold on. God damn it. Go ahead. Go you got to be aware, you know, and people don't know me well enough to want to sit down and consume 15 songs at a time for me. So more than likely one of those songs is just going to get worn out. And that's probably like the first two or three songs off the project usually is, is going to be the ones that get worn out or get actual play. And this is from, you know, my own experience as an artist and just doing market research, you know? So what I wanted to do instead was say, okay, a way to stay consistent is to give my fans or give the people an album, but they don't know they're listening to an album. You know what I'm saying? So I'm breaking down or busting down the pack. You know, if you want to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm busting it down, you know? So, um, I, I mean, the, the people are actually getting an album, but they're just getting a spoon fed to them. Right. You know, each week I'll be releasing a song every week until the middle of December. Wow. Every every single week, every Friday. Right. New music from Echo Remix. Right. Yeah. And and I, I peeped at it and I kept saying, because here's the thing, I, I just thought to myself, why do we why are you wasting time? Not you. Yeah. Just when I look at it, because I used to music manage. Mm-hmm. And uh I that wasn't was this was that this conversation? It was another conversation I was having. I used to music manage, and I was just like, man, you know, it, this is really a tough thing to do. Yeah, it's really tough to inspire somebody to believe in themselves. But I was like, man, you make it look so easy. I wonder what his management, if he has management, mm-hmm. is doing or thinking about what he's doing. Because for me, 
I'm thinking if he has a manager, that manager has to be 10 times what he's doing. Yeah, for sure. Right. And so I, yeah. I was just like, man, I see everybody talking about my album. I got a new album coming out and you have to wait for it. Mm-hmm. But for, for Echo, he's just he's just dropping every day. So I cannot forget. Yeah, it got I'm to a point where it was just like before I could even say, "Hey, can I can I can I get the next next record?" You already dropped it. I'm just like, "Well, I just stream it from my phone. Yeah. He won't mind if I do it." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Man, I mean that insight. Like, who 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 told you that?" Um, I, I learned from Russ. Uh, there's the rapper Russ. Right. Yeah. So, you know, he talked about um, dropping an album, or excuse me, dropping a single every week. A few things, okay, because with technology, we're all algorithm, all algorithm based with all platforms, right? Right. That's streaming platforms or social media platforms. Visibility is all the same, and it's all based on algorithms. Right. So the way to, I guess, trick the algorithm into your favor and giving you the most visibility on that platform is to remain consistent. So if you want right. visibility, you have to be consistent. So I translated. I was already doing that with my social media. But after hearing Russ and I was like, yo, that's a real challenge to drop a song every single week. Right. But when my producer was on that page before me, he was like, yo, we need to do a song every single. We need to drop one every single week. I said, say less. So, you know, I did it for that reason, to get visibility on the platforms. Right. And I don't know if you've been following the Spotify CEO. He even said the same thing that concurs with that. He was like, we're not in the days where an artist can drop a song once every three years or once a year or once a quarter anymore. He was like, if you want visibility on Spotify, you have to drop consistently. Right. So that's one of the things that really guided me and led me into doing that. I'm like, okay, the market research is telling me, yo, I need to be consistent. And I know it's not going to be a lot of people that are doing that. Right. So the algorithm's going to pay attention to what Echo has going on. Right. 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 And so, yeah, that's, that's what made me do that. So I spent, when my producer called me, I was still working the nine to five, you know, dead end type of job, just something to get a little money. But when he called me and said that, I was like, say less. And he was like, how are you going to get here to do it? I was like, I'm going to quit it. And I'm going to come down there and work with you for two weeks. We're going to get a good foundation, a good setup. So we worked for two weeks straight. We pulled music off the hard drive. We created new music. We wrote, recorded, mixed, mastered, uh, took photos, designed our own cover art, distributed it ourselves, did the BMI to make sure all of the paperwork and all of that is right. Right. And then set all of our releases. So everything that's about to come out is already set with the distributor. I don't have to do anything but promote at this point. So, you know, yeah, we got super locked in for two weeks and knocked it all out. What does that look like? It's 24 hour days. It's basically it's 24 hour days, but it's cool because you're making your own schedule, which is something that I knew I was always destined to anything else really just doesn't feel natural to me. Like the nine to five space does not feel natural in any way to me. I'm not lazy. I'm a hard worker. Oh yeah. But just being there just did not feel natural to me. So I was in my natural element. So it was, it wasn't even like it was, it was work. We'll work. We'll do about two songs and we'll take a break, go get something to eat, rest our ears, come right back, do the same thing. So that first maybe week and a half we spent creating all the music. We recorded wrote, did all of that, mixed it. Then we did the photo shoots uh, for all of the singles that we wanted to have photos for. 
And then we, you know, designed all of the other covers that would just have graphics. We did that in one night. Probably took us about six hours to do that. And then we mastered everything before I left and loaded it all up. So, yeah, it was it was, it was was a lot of hard work, but it was fun because I want to be there. And I want to work that hard. I want to push myself to go that hard. Right. You know, back in June, I was like, yo, I've been doing my thing, but I want to, I feel like I'm being called to go even higher. So I'm like, I want to push myself as hard as I can, period. That's why I say I think you're working harder than me, man, because, I, you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm following you, and I'm just like, okay, he said Shreveport, this one, North Greenspoint, this one, Houston, this one. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, how is it possible that you get these high-quality photos, uh-huh. and I, I know you're in Houston, but it makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah, we did that. And that was, with all of the photos that we did, you know, I did a mass photo shoot probably about a month and a half ago. You know, a mass photo shoot. Outfit change after outfit change, outfit change, location here. I mean, it was like, yo, that looks cool. Let's set up in front of that. Let me go to the trunk, change again. Because we wanted to have, I wanted to have that amount of material to be able to pull from. And there's right. no other way to do it unless you go on that level to do it. Right. Yeah. So we just did a, a huge mass photo shoot over like two days. My producer and I, thank God for him, Cavante Moore, yes, to have somebody that. that's locked in like right. that. To right. want to be able to do that. No but doubt. it's kind of one of those, you know, people help you when they see you're helping yourself. Right. You used to hear the old folks saying it all the time. Right. I understand it now. Right. People want to help you when they see that you're helping yourself. I want to help you along. Like, here, let me offer this to you. Let me give this to you. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad you said that. I'm going to follow him right now. He's just too real of a guy. Oh, man. Not to, what? Not to, uh, where did y'all meet? Uh, in, in Shreveport. Uh, okay. Him and two other guys owned a studio in downtown Shreveport. It was in the back of their parents, one of their parents' house at, the fir- at, at first. But they owned a studio called Young Professionals Entertainment. It was, right. a, it was just a studio at first. And... Um, they were sending, this was when they were in high school in like 06, 07. They right. started sending out mass emails to let people know that they were open. And, right. you know, when it came down for me to get ready to record, I started working with them. And then they opened up the field to uh, get um, uh, engineers there. And I was taking sound engineering at the time right. at, at school. And so I, I went and did an uh, interview to get a job um, uh, sound engineer in there and they hired me and so we've been kind of rocking ever since even though I don't work there anymore you know they give me their resources you know as as much as they can so that's where we initially built the, uh, a relationship at he was part owner of that studio and just over time he saw my work ethic and he would give me beats and we would always have a connection but we would never really sit down and do a bunch. It'll be a song here, a song here, a song here. But then we we locked in. He actually called me in 2018 and was like, yo, let's make an album together, seven songs. Uh, he had already had the um, cover art for Filtered Soul already. He was like, yo, let's do seven songs. We're going to call it Filtered Soul. I'm going to bring the soul. Me, Echo Remix. He was like, you're going to bring the soul. And he was going to bring the filter, meaning being behind the boards. There's a, a plug-in on Fruity Loops called Something Filtered. That right. We ran the majority of all of the sounds on that project through that particular plugin. Right. So that's where the filter 
aspect of filtered soul came from and why it's spelled with a ph because that plug-in is called something filtered i can't remember the name of it but yeah so so that was the idea behind that and ever since we locked in and started working like that it was just like an attachment so ever since then he's sending me beats and references beats and references on a frequent basis and so we just decided to officially come together as producer and artist Wow. Good dude, man. He's a good uh, dude, yeah, bro. Listen, man, listen. the way you tagged him, I was just like, who is this guy? Yeah. And I just followed him right now, but I looked before and I was just like, who, who is this guy that keeps, like, he keeps shouting out in yeah. a way, just mentioning his, your, his name in, uh -huh. in, in, in the in the comments. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was just like, wow, I, this guy sounds like he's a pretty good guy. You, but you need that. You do, man. You do. And I, I feel like we, we're the new 40 and Drake. You know, okay. Echo Remix and Cavante Moore, you know, we're crafting together, building our own sound. You know, he understands what I want from an artist's perspective. So it's really great working with him. It's like a telepathy thing. You know, he just really automatically knows what I what I want, what I like usually. So yeah, right. a blessing, man. As an artist, what would what would what would be the ultimate goal for you in this? What would mm -hmm. be the ultimate goal? Um, the ultimate goal is to grow Echo Remix into a worldwide brand, you know, um, known for music first, uh, uh, to give my music and my message, which is love. I want to bring love to the forefront. I want to give love. I want to give the best of me so that it, it shows love um, through my music throughout the world, you know, literally worldwide. I want to be worldwide, worldwide, right. worldwide. Right. <clears throat> Today's uh, September the 12th. Yes, sir. 2020. Mm -hmm. We have 120 days left in the 2020 year. Oh, yeah. Virgo season. I know you're a Libra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, man. But Virgo season. Uh, what do you hope to attain in 120 days? Uh, in 120 days, um, I want to grow. Uh, I want to grow in my personal life but I want to grow my business, you know, uh, to where I, I can make it uh, or at least begin making it um, a financially successful business, you know, as a brand through the music, through the merchandise, through my own line of sunglasses, you know, so to grow on every aspect. I want everything to grow financially and just all of my platforms grow. Right. Everything growth. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Were you were you singing at U UAPB? Mm -hmm. in yeah, terms of in the choir that's where, where KB was. Yep, that's where we met it in the right. choir. Right. Yeah, we met in the choir. So, and that's what gave me my scholarship out there because I definitely wouldn't have been able to pay for it. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for, man, at all. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah, the choir. Mm -hmm. Man, tell me tell me a story, man. Um, any story you have, uh, I'd like to hear a story about um, any kind of doubt that you've had. Yeah, within yourself. Uh -huh. Tell me a story like that. Um, because I mean, listen, you're a high energy person. Yeah, and um, I can imagine that sometimes there might be days where, for sure, you don't, you're not seeing the type of results that you want to see. Come on, all the time, right? All the time. So tell tell me tell me what that looks like for you. All the time, man. When you get focused in on the numbers, you know, mm -hmm. I mean. Everything is numbers based. Right. I mean, it could almost be a, a daily thing if you allow it to, you know, especially with the way everything is now, you know, but 
you know, you you would you would doubt yourself, especially before I, I want to say like the beginning of last year, it may have been where I was in my deepest self doubt. I just didn't really know where to go. Um, my life wasn't where I wanted it to be. My music wasn't where I wanted it to be. You know, I doubted my own ability, you know, as a musician. You know, I doubted if this was really for me, you know, because it just wasn't growing the way I wanted it to. You check your numbers on all of the streaming platforms and it's not giving you much at all. You may you, you may go on there and in a week you might see 10 streams, period. Right. You know, like dead serious. So you look at that. Yeah. You know, and that gives you doubt right there. That that gives you a certain feeling. You may know. Right, I know. You know, hmm. that gives you the certain feeling in of itself, man. But just knowing that this is all going to pay off one day is the only thing that keeps me going. Knowing that the universal law of reciprocity is you have to reap what you sow. Right. You have to. It's a universal law. So there's no way that amount of effort and that amount of work could ever go in vain. Right. It's just a matter of time right. before it happens. Yeah. You know, and so I, I'm not going to leave any opportunity on the table, any stone left unturned. So that's why I'm going as hard as I can, you know, but the only thing that keeps me moving amongst the self-doubt is just knowing that it's going to pay, pay off one day and the growth is steady and I got to be patient. I mean, because even recently, within the past couple of weeks, you know, Instagram, when they released the reels, Instagram reels. I see that now. Right. So anytime any platform releases a new feature, all of my artists, if you're listening, you're going to always going to want to be one of the first people to jump on it because that's going to be the only way that you're really going to have organic reach on that platform. With Facebook, with the whole company as a whole, there is no organic reach over their ordinary platform. The main reach is through paid advertisement, right? So over the past couple of weeks, I've been noticing that my, my reach and my engagement on all of my posts have just been down the drain. Right. And I'm like, yo, should I even keep posting or keep doing this? But then you, you learn and you get out of your head and you learn, oh, okay, this is what's going on. They're driving all of the engagement to the reels. You know, that was one of the most recent uh, encounters with self-doubt that I had. But just keeping myself going and knowing that it'll pay off is what allowed me to have the clear headspace to research and understand why this is happening. And that it's not me. It's not because people don't care. It's not because I'm not putting quality content out. This is what it is. So whenever I have self-doubt, I like to keep that in mind. And I like to look into the source of what's going on. What am I doubting myself about? Why am I doubting myself? You know, and, and move on from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. Um, I know that you don't pander to audiences, mm -hmm. but if you had to classify your audience, what uh, would you say it was? Black women. Okay. Black women from probably 21 to, I'd say probably 50. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Target demographic. Right. You don't pander, but you got to have your target demographic. Right. So when I said paid advertisement, <laughs> that's right what you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> are they? What are they interested in? What kind of ads would they like to see? How do the ads need to look? I look on my DSPs, my digital streaming platforms. I see where I'm getting streamed at the most, and that's why I set all of my situations. At. So, yeah, my, my women, my black women, I love y'all. 
you know, this is, I do it for the lovers. I do it for everybody. But when I, when I do it, I, I keep them in mind for sure. Right. Black women have held me down my whole life. Right. This is who I do it for, man. Right. You know, right. whole life, man. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, with that, man, I want to say, um, uh, it being September the 12th, I want to say, um, rest in peace to everybody who was slain in 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, but most importantly, uh, moving into 2020, I want to say, say her name, rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. Absolutely. Breonna um, Taylor. Yeah. And all the other African-American women that were slain, Sandra Bland, mm-hmm. um, just to, just so many, even Vanessa Guillen, she's not African-American, but she was still slain. I want to say rest in peace to all of those African-American women and women in general who have been mistreated and, mm-hmm. and abused and, and, and even eventually murdered. Yeah. And uh, I stand for justice for them. Yeah, me too. You saying that made me, you know, I'm looking for the right time, but I'm glad you said that because then it, it, it opens up the doors for you to say R.I.P. to Breonna Taylor and say her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's who, that's, who, that's who I do it for. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know um, if you had to give a bit of advice um, to upcoming artists, even artists that are in, maybe in the same ballpark as you, what would that be? Uh, my advice would be, number one, like Jay Prince told me, a plan, plan something, plan something. Even if parts of the plan need to be tweaked, you'll do that as you go or God will give you the rest of it as you go, but you got to have somewhere to start. And the best place to start is with a plan. Um, But, you know, I I would say um, don't be discouraged, you know, like we were just talking about, because discouragement comes um, all the time, maybe even every day, you know, but knowing that you have something to offer, you know, and knowing that you can be one of the ones that withstand that discouragement, you know, uh, keep going, you know, and um, I think that, and be patient. That's probably my my biggest one. You got to be patient. I'm right. incredibly patient. Right. But you have to be patient. I think those will be my, my top three. Uh, you got a plan. Don't doubt yourself and be patient. Right. That's the, that's the winning formula. You got to be patient, man. Right, um, fam, you gotta give us some like a little uh, note or two, because oh. I saw you do the ordinary people on social media, and oh, I was like, yeah. this guy's out here killing, man. Yeah, you gotta give us some, fam. You know, this ain't for me. This is just so <laughs> I could, I could take this episode and chop it and drop it and say, hey, black queens. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Like oh man, that. Echo Remix yeah. is going to drop this. I, you know what? I should have came here expecting that. I don't know why I didn't. I'm wild. I wanted to start off with that, but I was like, nah, you know what? I, let me, let, let's, let's get our conversation out first. Can I do some of the John Legend? Can oh, I do fam, that one? Whatever Can I you want to do, fam. Back? Go ahead, okay. fam. Go ahead. <clears throat> All right. Girl, I'm in love with you. No, this ain't the honeymoon. We're past the infatuation phase. We're right in the thick of love. At times we get sick of love. And it seems like we argue every day. 
I know I misbehaved and you made your mistakes and we both still got room left to grow. Although love sometimes hurts, I'll still put you first and we'll make this thing work. But I think we should take it slow. We're just ordinary people. And we don't know which way to go, no, no, no. I said we're ordinary people. And maybe we should take it slow, take it slow, oh, oh, oh. This time we'll take it slow, take it slow, yeah, oh, oh. This time we'll take it slow. I hope that was all right, man. Most importantly, the last question <laughs> I'll ask is, what's next? Man, what's next is to continue to grow, continue to believe in myself, and to continue to be God-led, spirit-led, and love-led, because I know that's, that's going to take me where I want to go, but on a more micro level, um, right now, I'm continuing to focus on building consistency through social media, and I plan to grow um, exponentially soon, uh, as well as consistent, consistently through um, the music that I release weekly, right. New Music Fridays with Echo Remix. Follow me so that you can see exactly what I'll be releasing, and it is all based on the mood of the year, too, as well. So uh, that as well as echoremix.com right just released that monday my online store opens echoremix.com forward slash um, shop you can find all the echo remix merch as well as my own line of sunglasses black parish by echo remix yeah right come on now uh, when you're sitting next to somebody who reminds you of you come on uh, KB, I want to say, man, I appreciate you introducing me to Echo Remix. Likewise. Echo Remix, I want to say happy birthday to you. Same to you, my Couple brother. Couple of weeks, man. Yeah, Houston, man. Texas, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Let's go. Peace Yo, and blessings. Feel like 95. <laughs>